everybody. Welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly Vanguard podcast brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash nexus at night. I just had a refreshing nap. I am. I I, I did not have any naps today. Yeah, same here. <laughs> it's uh, I woke up at five in the morning. Please end my existence. Oh, uh, you too? It's, uh... Yeah, usually when I take a nap, it turns out to be this thing where I just feel worse afterwards. I woke up at 9 to play League of Legends, or to watch League of Legends, not even play, just watch. Oh. Was that, like, oh, like the natural time to wake up for you, or were you, like, as Oh, no, I'm, I'm fine waking up at that time. Yeah. I usually get up, like, around, like, 8 or 9-ish on my own, regardless if I have an alarm set or not. Yeah, same. I mean, the, the birds in my neighborhood are super loud, though, so... It's probably oh, yeah. around 8-ish, unless... You believe in birds still? Interesting. Well, you know, it's springtime. They're all going, hey, who wants to fuck? Oh, you know, they really need it from anybody else. Anybody else? Okay, uh, we're talking about the uh, festival collection that has finished its reveals uh, as of this week and has come out in Japan as of three days ago. Yeah, there are some cards in here for, I think there, there's uh, two clans per nation or two cards per nation? Two clans per nation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, that's actually still kind of true. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, Close, if you yeah. can't, but you know you have to you have to kind of like change up what the word clan means. But uh, so I guess we'll start with Dragon Empire since it is uh, numero uno. Uh, so we'll start with uh, I think the new well, the first new card is Rough Eating a Dragon, a Hunger Source, which is a name, not what I would name a card. Um, what would you name it? Uh, well, it's just kind of Hungry Hungry Dino level of naming. Okay, that's better. <laughs> that's a better name. Hungry Hungry Dino. Yeah, that one might get you sued though. Yeah, because it's an eating race. <laughs> Uh. So um, it's a great two um, that has the ability during your turn it gets power plus five thousand. However, if your opponent has a front row rear guard, it cannot attack the vanguard. So we're gonna have a fifteen k beater uh, under the caveat that it can only attack vanguard if your opponent's front row. So th this looks like it's meant to work with Eugene, right? Uh, yeah, I would I would assume something like that. Which is reasonable. Mm -hmm. Eugene is pretty weak coming out of. Well, yeah, it, it, Eugene seemed pretty weak coming out of set one. Mm -hmm. Granted, yes, it did. A little, a, a little bit of play here and there. But uh, didn't it, it get it, top eight a couple of times? Uh, I like, got top four, I think. That's that's I think, impressive. Yeah, I think it's punishing. I, I think it's punishing some very specific types of uh, thing. I think abusing the fact that lots of people are playing Fire Magnus or something like that. Maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, I mean, I guess kind of the joke is that everyone should just be playing Bruce, I suppose. <laughs> Bruce is a uh, white deck. Bruce, Bruce is, in fact, a very sweet deck. Yeah, that deck is sick. I guess that's just our running joke now, right? It's just Bruce is, just Bruce is not, the coolest deck. It's not, a, it's not a joke, though. It's yeah, just true. Bruce is just the best deck. Until it isn't. Um, this I I love that this thing is like a triple R for such a simple effect. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I think everything. You know, it's a festival collection. Everything's triple R. I know, but even then, like old old uh, sets like that, like fighters collections and whatnot, the effects, at least for the the shiny stuff or shinier stuff, was usually more complicated than just it big number and and can attack certain things. Mm -hmm. Like. Mike Saburo, the thing that let Great Nature be amazing, 
where it would let you search a grade three when something died was a, a fighter's collection card. And that was not the shiny one. It was a double R, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a triple R, and it's just like, it, it's 15. But Honestly, uh, don't even remember what the shiny card in that set was, nor do I care. Me neither. <laughs> like, I, I, it's probably a card that people play. It was probably like some Leopold Stripe. <laughs> But it was probably mm-hmm. a card that, like, literally nobody played. Or maybe people played, like, when it came out. And then once, you know, you got literally any other strides, we're like, nah. Mm-hmm. If I had to make a guess. But anywho, so that's the first card. It's uh, it's fine. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth playing, but it's certainly a card that exists. So the other card is a Blaze Maiden Mirin. So it is a grade one. 6K. So it's very tiny. And it has, uh, so when your unit with the overdress ability attacks, you can put this unit into your soul. Choose one of your units with the overdress ability. It's power plus 5,000. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, it gets you soul. Really big deal. So the problem is, like, if you look at, like, arcs, right? Arcs yeah. is 15, like, the turn you do the thing, right? So with an AK boost, it's 23, but, like... This thing is not getting there. I don't like that this is 6k. Maybe I'm kind of focusing on that too much. Well, its goal isn't to be... Right, but you'd still like it to be like a useful boost into... Yeah. The... I mean, how important is soul in Overdress? Hmm. I don't. I never thought it was too bad in uh, the overdress deck. Maybe people have had different experiences with that. Maybe so. Maybe maybe it comes down to how important your soul becomes, and then you're like, well, shit. I guess it's a four of, or I don't know. Not. I mean, not it, not everyone could be Bruce and like soul blast three to draw cards while also meeting soul requirements. Yeah. Because that card is very good, by the way. The soul mm. blast three draw. Mm-hmm. So, that's fun. Um, we're not going to cover any of the reprints because we've already... Go listen to the other set review. <laughs> or the, <laughs> or uh, the... I mean... But, I mean, the, yeah, there's, there's a mo- they're mostly just reprinting, like, what? Like, TD stuff and, like, extra foily? Yeah. Yep. And... Which is cool. Actually, yeah, there's, like, trig- like, triggers and, like, t- random-ass TD cards. They are very inconsistent. Because I think Overdress, they reprinted the ride line, but then for, like, Dark States, we have Fist Colossus. Hey, that one's sick, though. Just the name alone, right? What kind of Colossus are you? Fist! He does have some big fists. (laughs) Uh, Oh, wait, no, it looks like they're doing ride lines for everyone, and then also just some random-ass card from the TD. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's All right. The one for uh, oh, I guess it's just Trickstar, right? Uh, it's Verena. Oh, Verena. But they're also doing Trickstar. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. So, you know, it's. Uh, All right. What's next? It's, uh, uh, we have, we have Diablo's boys Jared. No relation to our friend who played Strike Brothers. <laughs> uh, so it's a grade 2 10k act, rear guard circle, once per turn counter blast 1, soul blast 1 choose one of your units with Diablos in its name and it gets power plus 10k until end of turn and then when it attacks if you're in final 
I'll rush your opponent can't intercept until end the battle, which does not matter. I mean... Yeah. So it really do it doesn't matter? The I don't think the intercept matters. Uh, the 10k might, because you can do it before final rush. Okay. Well, that's good. I... At least the that second effect is free, and it's not like, oh, you you should pay for this. This is worth it. Like it, it just comes with the territory. Mm -hmm. So yeah. fine. Um, yeah. This also, is a, and it does get like 10k, which means you get to 28 very easily on early on, which is nice because that is a problem with bruises. You're just not doing anything that first turn. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think the early game of Bruce is pretty solid, but. I just think, like, you just have to play it, like, you didn't know what you need, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, early, like, this early on in an era where people are, you know, you have access to less cards in a game, and uh, your moves are more deliberate, and, inter like, locking out intercepts for an attack could be worth it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, just trying to look on the bright side. Shout out to our friend Jared. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. What's the other one? Uh, the other card is Degraded Age Dragon. So when placed on rear guard, if your soul has five or more cards, discard the card, retire a back row rear guard. So, I feel like discarding a card is kind of expensive. Bruce can afford to draw things with the Soul Blast 3 dude, but then... I also don't know if there's anything in the back row that necessarily needs killing outside of, like, Stoachea sometimes. Uh, I can't really think of anything either. Yeah. Like, I think Bruce can maybe handle it, but you might also be playing other things. I feel like Borrow Magnus is already low enough on hand that you probably can't afford to discard. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, but yeah. it better be something important. <laughs> mm -hmm. This feels like something that you might hold on to for later on if there's some annoying back row card that becomes really meta that you want to counter. But I think in the moment, it's not very great. Watch it be one of those cards where, because this is like, you know, shiny, and a, a couple years down the line, there ends up being like a super important back row card for whatever deck, and then... Dark Zone is like, how do we deal with this? And then someone's like, hey, I know. <laughs> it's like, the, the, it's the card game equivalent of the they were right in front of you, the whole trope. All you needed mm -hmm. was to wait for them to take off their glasses at the school dance. And it turns out they were hot the whole time. <laughs> All yeah. Right. So someone do a do a parody of Taylor Swift's "You Belong with Me," but it's just about card games, please. The that world sounds needs like it. a lot of effort. It, yes, it yeah. does. Yeah, I'm sure Hal will do it though. Dang. I wouldn't sure. complain if he does. <laughs> what else we got? All right, so I guess uh, we want to break in now. I think is next. Yep. Yeah. So the first card is actually a pretty important one, despite being, and I think a deck that's quite bad to start with uh, is Aurora Battle Princess Spark Limon. So it's a grade 2 for uh, Brank 8 and has the ability when this unit attack hits, choose up to two, card, two cards from your opponent's drop and imprison them in your prison. Now, 
Okay, so this card has some issues. Lol has to hit. hit. Right. <laughs> Second of all, it kind of gives your opponent the ability to kind of get cards. Like, well, you know, your opponent might get access to those cards at some point. So well, that's the thing is, you're choosing what cards to imprison, so you can just put, like, two triggers. triggers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, if, anyway, so, as long as your opponent has some triggers, which they likely will, mm -hmm. that, that won't be too bad. But the kind of the, the real the real kicker is it being on hit. But this is kind of uh, something that makes the deck work without needing to target things on field. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, I feel like this is probably something that should have been in the first set. Yeah, this is like uh, early they, G era Narakami with. They have strike. something like they had something like that in the first set. It was like a grade three that on hit could imprison something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Grade threes aren't real. Although, I think that might have been great imprisoning something on board, though. Oh, probably. Yeah, so it's like early G-era with Thunderstrike, where if they didn't have anything to bind, you were just like, well, shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, that's the thing, is we had Shutra, but the, and that was also on hit, and uh, Lowell on hit of X. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, on hit effects gives your, gives, gives your opponent a lot of agency over what you're doing, mm -hmm. which is why... I don't like them particularly, but uh, you know I think this is like a card that can like make the deck at least function. So that's cool. Hooray! Playability, sort of. Yeah. I just wish. Uh, yeah, it's just unfortunate that uh, it came in this festival collection rather than being in the per set. Yep, as yeah. a common. And then... All right. And then we have one more card for Brank 8. Yeah. Uh, which is Twin Press Smasher. Another grade 2. Uh, you can get, It has an act ability on Rearguard Circle. You can counter boss one restless unit to choose one of your opponent's front row rearguards and retire it. Sorry, when, when did we go back to being Nova Grappler? Uh, well, you know, Brank 8. <laughs> yeah, but like, neither deck gives a crap about rested units, so... Until we get, like, actual Nova Grappler cards that restand your shit, I don't <laughs> see why you would use this card. It's... I don't know. It like, allows you to deal with stuff that's annoying or whatever. Like, well, front... Well, uh, you have, have the order for Orphist, and then Prison, there are things you would rather retire instead of... Uh, imprisoning it, but then you still have to deal with the fact that you have this rested rear guard just sitting there, taking up space. You yeah. can always keep it in the back, and then... Yeah, but, like, that could just be like, a card you guard with, or a rear guard that actually matters. Yeah. I think this card is pretty good. Um, you're basically kind of trading a card, but, like, you have the opportunity to trade it multiple times. Mm. or And, like, Obviously, it's a grade two, which kind of makes it. If this were a grade one, this card would be obviously be nuts, because uh, you know you can stay behind Vanguard and just like you know do what e you need to do. Every turn, pick something off the board. I mean, you don't have to do it every turn, right? You just like if it, you don't need it, you just boost with it. Yeah. But like it being a grade two makes it a little more awkward, but it's possible that this can still like be worthwhile. I think this should have been in Cater Sanctuary, where everything is given boost. <laughs> yeah. No. How about no? <laughs> Peter needs not very much else. Thanks. Oh, I know. 
Speaking of? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, speaking of, we have Harpo of Heavenly, Heavenly Music, Alpheon, so he's a grade 3, 13k. Uh, act once per turn. If you have three or more grade 3, you counterblast one, give it 5k, and then if you Persona Road, draw a card. This just seems like a strict downgrade of Alden. Yeah, why would you play this card over any of the other things? Bunch yeah. <laughs> Possibly. But like... Yeah, this is just, like, a strict downgrade over the other gain power and draw things options you have in Keter. Yeah. I don't know why this would... This card just seems pointless. Well, and then we have... they got so much good stuff, only only direction to go was down. <laughs> right? Yeah, except they they did reveal a way to make, uh, what's it called, Hour of Holy Judgment better with that one other order. Uh, which one, line up? Or... Yeah. Yeah. Where... You still gain the same amount of cards, but then one of them is a drive check. But you also gain extra power, and one of them is a drive check now. Yeah. Which is, al which is always nice. And that, but that's not in this set. We also have Gold Gallon. So it's grade two, 10k. Uh, when this unit is placed, you can Soul Blast one, call a grade one from hand to rear guard circle, and the unit called gets power plus five thousand. I don't know what it is about, like, early in uh, a boot, I guess you could say. But uh, what is it about, I'm going to use an effect to call something from my hand, which I likely would have done anyway, and then do a thing. Yeah, and, like, doesn't give enough power to make a good column. <sighs> I guess it doesn't have to be called behind itself. Oh, you can... But then you're still running into the same problem where this is just a vanilla 10k and you have to figure out how to make this matter. Uh, I don't, I don't yeah. know what to tell you. Uh... This just seems like extra steps to give something 5k. Well, if you were going to just call it from hand anyway, it's better than nothing. Uh, yeah. What... I know that Cater uh, does a lot of grade 3s, at least in the case of uh, Bastion. But uh, how much is that, by the way? How many like grade threes are you running about? Uh, a lot of the topping decks I've seen just run only grade threes. You don't run other grades because why would you? Defense, yeah. I guess. I don't really. You other have a grade three that gains shield. You don't need it. Then I don't know what to tell you. That that looks like you're fine. Thanks, ride uh, ride deck. So yeah, you play like a bazillion grade threes. Yep. Uh, you play Rooks, I think? I haven't seen any list from Japan playing Rooks, but that is an option, and that's, like, the only one. Yeah, pretty much. It's a Morikawa's dream. <laughs> yeah, only Morikawa are alive in the air, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I still think they should have him cameo, where he's just, like, an old-ass man. No, 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 no. He's not allowed to participate. <laughs> Even if he's just in the background? Correct. Okay. Alright, uh, for Stoic K, we have a Hydro Rail Dragon, so grade 3, Persona Ride, 13k, on Rip. When it, this unit's attack hits a Vanguard, because of course, uh, you can retire itself, choose a grade 3 unit from your drop, and put it into your hand. So you can, uh, recycle your Persona Rides. Um, seems okay. I feel like, uh, either deck could kind of make use of this. 
I don't know how useful it is because I haven't been able to test anything in real life and I've been going strictly off of root beer and Chris's uh, results and stuff I'm seeing online. So, is this any good? I mean, I feel like you would want it in Magnolia because Persona writing is more important there, but also Ocean Man is the deck that will actually be able to mill enough cards to find a grade 3 in a timely fashion. Mm-hmm. Also, lol on hit. I know. <sighs> but yeah. What are you gonna do? It seems like something that, like, you might have to play in Magnolia just out of necessity, but, like, you're not going to enjoy it. At least for now. Um, and then there's Sylvanhorn Beast uh, Corsi. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's a grade one with boost, 15k power, and no shield. Um, and it's just one continuous effect. It cannot be ridden or called other than to the back row center. Um, when I first saw the translation for this, I thought that was normal called, and uh, I thought you could do some wacky shit, but uh, it looks nope. like you just... Just called. Just called. Yeah, so, this card is not good. Yeah. I mean, it is a 15k boost, so... Yeah, but, but that doesn't make a difference over being 13k. And also, like, only... You can only boost your Vanguard with it, which... That's like the one where you're probably okay with it being a little bit weaker because you have drive checks. Yeah. And drive checks still present some sort of inherent threat regardless just because yellow cards exist. Mm -hmm. So like being a 15k boost to your vanguard is probably the place where it matters the least. And as an attacker, it doesn't make enough of a difference over just being 13k because I don't think you ever reach a situation where it hits numbers unless they start introducing 18k vanguard or like 15k vanguards or just like they you start you remember those draw triggers shove and soul give something 3k for the turn like just yeah little stuff like that yeah like it either vanguard your opponent's vanguard gets a weird num amount of power or they start giving power increases in weird increments mm-hmm as, like, the only way this will make a difference over, like, Bulbasaur, which is 13k. Yeah, or if uh, Vanguard attacks start mattering in terms of, like, on-hit effects. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like, I don't really foresee that happening with the current crop of bosses. Nope. So. <sighs> Poor guy. I feel like I could ironically see this as, like, a one-of in Zorga. Just <laughs> call it at a drop mm. behind Vanguard if you want. I mean... Yeah. At that point, you might as well just Pretty play. large. Yeah, it is pretty large, but I also feel like with Zorga, you could just spend that one spot on literally anything else, too. Just keep calling the Mantis, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's actually nuts. Mm-hmm. Also, another thing, like, taking up back row center is competing against Ginozla on your first turn, which is actually pretty big. Because, mm. like... Again, your van... Your Vanguard can afford to be a bit weaker, especially since early on people are likely to take that first attack. And so I think I'd rather have my side columns be bigger rather than trying to make my Vanguard big. Yeah, god forbid they ever decide to make uh, stuff that can boost diagonally. <laughs> it, it would be very weird. Yeah. 
By the way, I looked up uh, the set that Mike Sabro came in, Fighters Collection Winter 2015. Uh-huh. And the triple R for that set, the shiny version, was Kath Palude, which, uh... Eh. Sure. You're right. It just didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> like, I... Sure. Yeah, Kath Palude <laughs> was a stride where if a rear guard attacked, you could counterblast one and give it a dope and a life insurance, and it was like, okay, fine, I guess, but you needed, uh... What's his face? Uh, Chat Noir as your heart card, and you needed like three or four counter blasts to make that worthwhile. So it's like, who mm-hmm. the fuck cares at all? So you know, good times. Uh, but uh, who who won this thing? Oh, I, mean, I feel like in terms of cards that will actually see play, probably Dark States. Like, I could oh. see myself experimenting with Jared. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, maybe Brantgate 2, just because the first set was so bad that you might have to force some of these cards into, like, prison to make it function on a fundamental level. Mm-hmm. Normally, I would ask about, like, where, like which uh, nation ends up the best off because of the set and then the cards themselves, but because a lot of these cards are so... Eh, you're kind of just back where you started. Yeah. Um, awesome. Were you going to say something, Matt? I feel like I cut you off. Oh, no, you're fine. Okay. If I so, was, I don't remember what it was, that was going to be. <laughs> so, I guess... Uh, talk about the uh, product stream from... What was it? La- yeah. Uh, almost a week ago? Because, you yeah, know, yep. we're, we're good at that. Uh, they revealed some stuff about the giant whale and uh, what Bermuda <laughs> Triangle's bringing to the table. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. And uh, whole nation. it looks like it's all... not just women. There's going to be dudes now. Infuriating. Yeah. That's what they say, but I also didn't see any dudes in any of the promo images. It's like a reverse sausage fest. <laughs> No, no, no! They're coming! I swear, they're coming! They they said they were coming. Yep, they they are will eventually be there or something. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cool. Mm-hmm. It is good if they're going to be putting them into the main set. It would be good to have them be a relatively normal clan or nation aesthetically to fit in with everything else, and not just anime fish idols. Yeah. That'd be I, pretty neat. I really want to see what this, like, the city on a whale looks like. Just the, the, the drawing of it by itself. I get really interested in stuff like this where they're like, all right, here's how the streets are lined up. This is what apartment buildings look like. Like, I, I want to see a, a TV show about somebody who moves to the city on a whale and it's like, I'm going to make it in the big city, but it's on a fucking whale. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No one's Ten. no one's excited with me. Okay, fine. Uh, Sorry, I, I'm trying to build up the excitement. I can't do it. <laughs> not not for a city on a whale. Not for anything. Six of one, half a dozen yeah. of the other. All right. Uh, there's they also uh, showed that we're getting two more V Clan collections. Um, so, yeah. So you know the thing that they already told us that we were going to get. Yeah, but they they showed like what units are coming back, which. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, we're getting, uh... What's this? 
Or didn't think so. Wow, I can't actually remember the Shadow Paladin card right now. Even though he's like a giant meme. Raging form? Looks like Thank Raging Thank you. Form. Ra yeah. Yeah, it's Raging Form. Oh, we knew about Raging Form, though, right? Yeah, yeah, we already knew about it. I just couldn't remember its name. That was uh, Raging Form. Is that prominent glare or core? I can't tell. I it's, think... You know what? Let's just say Bluish Flames and leave it at that. Okay. A Bluish Flame and then a uh, Musketeer of some sort. Yeah, that uh, looks like Musketeers. And then there's also Thing Saver, Giraffa from Mega Colony, and uh, Witch Mermaid Giraffa. is that? <laughs> Giant memes. Yeah. What new mechanic is Mega Colony going to get this set? Oh, uh, Giraffa had retire actually. <laughs> That's yes, true. It did. it did. Yeah, it was like kind of, sort of board wiping, but only for grade ones because they're like, "That's important." It, it's not. Um, yeah, it's funny. We're also getting the true blue wave unit. Tetra Drive Dragon. Oh, we also knew that one already. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. Some Bermuda thing. I I know they're introducing like new original cards for the ninja clans because the ninja clans didn't have enough cards overall for them to rehash. True, true. It's honestly kind of hilarious. And they they there's gonna be some cards for um D series too, right? Or not? Maybe not in that, but in like somewhere, they're like bringing some shit back. Yeah, like. Uh... Oh okay, god! Let's talk about the thing that everyone hates. I hate this so much. What? What do we okay. hate? So, Phantom Blaster Dragon of Shadow Paladin and Dragonic okay. Overlord of Dragonic Overlord the Clan. <laughs> yeah, Dragonic <laughs> Overlord's a really good clan. <laughs> Are coming back. Best clan. Not just in. V premium and thus premium, but also D series where it can be used both as Kagero and Dragon Empire or Cater Sanctuary and Shadow Paladin. Uh huh. What's the problem? Okay, my problem is that there are rich teams and there are poor teams. Then there's 50 feet of crap. And then, there, no. Uh, my problem is that. The idea of switching to Nations was a way that made the reboot feel more tangible, and this feels like they're kind of, like, pussyfooting around. That's how right. I feel, anyway. Alright. That's that's respectable. Yeah. Here, what about you? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I feel like this was probably going to happen sooner or later, like... Nostalgia pandering is just always a thing in any series, no matter what. Why do you think we have 12 million Blue Eyes cards, or Dark Magician cards? But, like, set two is very soon for this to be happening. Like, I would have expected at least until, like, set four at the end of the year to see, like, how the reboot pans out a bit. And the fact that the next set of these encounter cards that are uh, redoing old units isn't coming until March 2022, tells me that they also realize that this concept undermines the reboot to an extent, which is why they are having to space it out, but also, like, they're doing it. it it's still weird to me, because, like, when they announced this, people were, like, it kind of, you know, were kind of annoyed that they're doing another reboot in such a short amount of time, 
But the content of the reboot itself, we were excited for. We were okay mm-hmm. with all the all these clans like cramming together and these new units coming about. Especially with the new design team. Take it and run, guys. Do what you do what you gotta do, you know? Ban overtures. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, we need to get uh, what's his name on on our show because he had a great video just explaining all the problems with the. I've heard so man. I was I was reading some people's like arguments about it earlier today, and I, I obviously there was like some meme arguments that were basically like, just shuffle better, like mm-hmm. literally came down to just shuffle better. Like like what that would say to me, like if somebody said to me in real life, I was like, oh, so you cheat on the regular. That's the only thing I would think if they said that to me in real life. I mean, kind but of. like, wait, what? I, I, it just, it kind of feels like victim blaming. Like, oh, shuffle better, wear different clothes. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like doesn't. I mean, it, even, even like, yeah, maybe I lost, maybe I won. Like, it doesn't really matter. The point is like, there is in about a third of games, or whatever. Like, there's gonna be this card that shows up that dramatically alters the outcome of the game. That's completely random. It could be either way. You know, it could be in for the player who's already ahead. It could not be. But the point is, like, there's just no counterplay. There's no, like, preparation. There's no nothing, right? Like, mm-hmm. I had an argument in Discord with someone over saying, like, oh, it was, like, you know, it's, like, when effect failure came out, it was basically, like, if you had effect failure, you just lost. And I'm like, well, does that, you know, and it's like, well, yeah, but you know what they're looking to effect failure, right? You know, like... You know, you like you're aware of effect failure's existence. You know, like what they're looking to effect failure. You know, whatever. But like, with over triggers, you're just like, well, it could be there. And that's even before you know you get to decks like pulling it out for like extra shield or you know what have you. Um, Taking it defensively and just ending your turn. I think that's what bothers me the most is the the random like hmm. turn endingness of it. You imagine mm-hmm. like setting up your Stokea turn, and then your opponent just taking an over trigger first damage, and you'd be like, "Okay, cool, I guess we're done here." Yeah, I mean that's every clan, right? You're like over trigger. All right, cool. Guess I'll Pass die. Turn. Yeah, you're just dead. That happened to me in a game against Chris, where he like damage checked an over trigger really early in the game, and so my, I think I was testing Stokea too, so like I was trying. My big early turn where I was trying to start pushing damage just ended, and he was still at two damage later on. So the next big turn I went was just completely pointless because I had to play catch up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just absolutely insane how people defend these kind of, uh, defend these things. Like I don't, I don't think, I don't think overtriggers are really defensible. And like people, the people who say like. Oh, they're only one card. They don't show up that often, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You see much more than you know one of your 49 cards a game. You see most of your deck every game, and there's a fair chance, like probably about one in three, that that thing gets checked, mm-hmm. or you know, defensively or offensively. And like, yeah, and it's you know, it's, it can be you know, even like you know, the shield is like not irrelevant, but that's like not the part I'm worried about. I'm worried about the hundred thousand power that it gives. Hundred million, sorry. Hundred thousand might still be possible. I wish it were like fifty k power instead of a hundred million. Yeah. yeah. You would think it would just be like fifty k shield, fifty k trigger power. Like, why a hundred million? The card's probably reasonable at fifty k power, honestly. 
Yeah. Like, it's like an annoying one of, but like more reasonable. Mm-hmm. And like countered by your opponent drawing their over, like drawing their overtrigger, not even like yeah. checking it. Mm-hmm. And like 50k is feasible. You could maybe get to that threshold if you're a bit lucky. Yeah. But the way it is now, you're just like doomed. Mm-hmm. We uh we always come back to this, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, anyway. it's just like the single like most frustrating thing about Overdress, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and uh, Mo- Lyrical Monasterio might have three over triggers because they revealed three ORR arts. I'm really hoping it's just three different arts for like the same effect. That's what but I'm hoping for too. But I have a sneaking too. suspicion that it's actually just three over triggers. I, I would I would like to see where they just ban over triggers. Yeah, unfortunately, like they can't do it until every nation has one. Like, or at least I feel like that's how they're gonna do it. I was gonna say because that... they've already, because they already have the ORRs set up for their Monasterio, right? So if this was going to happen, it wouldn't be until set four at least. Mm-hmm. You know how it is to talk to people about this game and be like, "Oh, by the way, are these things called over triggers exist." Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. But you know, it's at the end of the day, it's not my decision. So. Mm-hmm. But I can raise a stink about it at any opportunity. Yeah. I just... I just hope this is something like Japan turns on it. Event. Soon. <laughs> I think you said that they like were kind of into it, at least early on. I don't know if they've changed their opinion recently. Yeah, I don't know either. Hopefully they find it very annoying. Could also just be... A also still have Max be legal for some days reason. Where... Like, over-triggers end up being banned in the English version of the game and not the Japanese version. Oh, and then you, you know start, sure. start getting uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! vibes from it. It still has Maxi, and they're done for that, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Apparently there's going to be effect heal triggers soon. Oh, uh, yeah, for the V-Premium set, which yeah. is... Hmm. Interesting. What if they're going to have left shield? That'd be cool. It's gonna be more shield and a bigger effect and more power. I mean, if it's like less shield, but like maybe more shield with like a condition, it could be fun. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, 15k shield with an effect. Yeah. Yeah. But the effect could, like could gain more shield theoretically, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's fine. I suspect this is their way of rehashing G Guardians for V. So I just expect Kagro to have denial, Griffin. <laughs> Please God, no. Because of course they would. Then they can actually have two denial griffins. Oh no. Okay, they can't target my sweeper. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I have a weird thing going on with my computer right now where I can hear you guys fine, but for some reason I have the rainbow ball when I'm trying to do anything. What rainbow ball? Like the, the uh, loading. loading thing. Oh, so I don't have a Mac. Yeah, I yeah. get it. <laughs> we, we aren't the inferior PC... He consume or the inferior computer consuming person. Mm-hmm. Wow. Weird. Or something. Uh, there we go. It, it is saving the episode. The episode is being recorded fine, right? Yeah. Just. Just being mean right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just being an asshole. Mean. Uh, 
All right. Okay, so, um, was there anything else we wanted to cover? Oh, no, that's a big thing, is Festival Collection. I'm, uh... Yeah. But, uh, otherwise, I'm just... I should be getting my, uh, crap this weekend. Uh, yeah, hopefully, this... same here. Uh, maybe... Uh, I got, like, a, a box or two, just to see, you know, try to pull something. But we'll see. Yeah. But same mostly here. I just ordered play sets. I ordered a box for the sake of, uh... Content. Making a pack opening video. Hashtag content. Hashtag yeah. content. All right. Might not come right away because I'm doing a thing this weekend. Yeah. Hey, we do what we can. All right. Uh, thanks everybody for listening to the show. Uh, if you want to help support us, Patreon.com/slash/NexusAtNights, uh, or follow us on Twitter at NexusAtNights. Where can they find you guys? You can find me on Twitter at Wiggums Two Gs Two Zs. Find me at Plasma Eclipse. Find me at Atlas Novak, uh, Twitter or Instagram, or uh, those guys, I think it's just Twitter. They don't really do Instagram. <laughs> yeah, Twitter's dope. Or actually, no, I hate Twitter. But no, they, they all they suck. Twitter what is, are you talking about? <laughs> Twitter is a worthless hell site, but yeah. let's not get but, into that. But, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So thanks to uh, $10 patrons Darren and Cole. And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.